Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. This episode of Keep Calm and Crown On is brought to you by Minute with Mary. You've heard me talk about all the different benefits of shopping at Minute with Mary. It's a one-stop shop, of course, for all things beauty and skincare, but it also benefits our family. Yes, rather than going to a big box store or buying things online from a big box store, you can be purchasing these items and it benefits me and Blake, the little Larson family, our little Larson clan that keeps a company in your earbuds. Also, 10% of the proceeds goes towards the Unique Foundation. If you've never heard about the Unique Foundation, head on over to uniquefoundation.org. It's a foundation created to help adult female victims of childhood sexual abuse. So if you yourself are a survivor, if you were abused sexually by the age 18 or before, know that there is an amazing resource out there for you, a fully uh, paid for retreat that you can go to to help you with your healing. There's also free resources if you cannot leave, whether it's because of the pandemic or for other reasons. And if you're a parent like myself or you have young children in your lives, defendinnocence.org is another free resource for us to help empower ourselves and the young ones in our lives. So know that anything at minutewithmary.com not only supports Blake, myself, and our kids, but also 10% of the proceeds goes to help people protect against childhood sexual abuse and also goes to help survivors. What were you thinking? I was only trying to make you happy. That grotesque, mortifying display had nothing to do with me or my happiness. Eight minutes they were on their feet, cheering you. Tomorrow, the newspapers will be about nothing other than you. And people will see that it was about my feelings for you. No, if you had any feelings for me, if you had any understanding of me, if you had anything between your ears other than self-obsession, you'd know public displays like that horrify me. Everything I do seems to horrify Increasingly, you. Increasingly, yes. I never thought you'd manage this, but you're really succeeding now. And what's that? I'm starting to properly loathe you. But what's taking you so long? The rest of us have been there for some time. From Providence, Rhode Island... Welcome to Keep Calm and Crown On. It's a podcast dedicated to the Crown on Netflix. So grab your best cup of tea and let's get royal. Welcome. I'm Mary Larson. My name is Blake, and I think Giles should take some uh, some advice from this podcast. Just keep calm. Keep calm and crown on, man. He needs a cuppa. <laughs> he needs a cuppa something. I, <laughs> I think he could do with an Irish cup coffee. Cuppa whoop ass, if you ask a, a, a me. Cup, that's a, what a I need. A cup of something good to drink. Nope, he needs a timeout. He definitely needs a timeout. <laughs> he needs all the timeouts. Well, listen, before we get into our trash talking of prince charles because that's pretty much what's gonna be okay sorry if you're a prince charles fan like i was season three all about the prince charles life right yes, i was in season four 
Not so much. No, no. We wanted to remind you, of course, that you can subscribe to this podcast. You can find us on social media by searching Mary and Blake. We're on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, and, of course, the Facebook. Or you can head on over to maryandblake.com. If you've never been there, Blake designed this absolutely gorgeous site. Oh, thank you so much. You can also find all of our other podcasts and blogs there. And, of course, thank you to everyone at jointhenerdclan.com for voting and making this podcast possible thanks to your patron support. If it wasn't for listeners like you, we wouldn't be here. And of course, remember that we are only a mere 30 patrons away from you guys picking our next podcast. Sorry, I've been advised to say folks. Uh, 30 (laughs) patrons away from you folks picking our next podcast. So get your friends involved. Get, Get the random guy in the street or the random gal on, you know, down the corner. Let them know that uh, we're only 30 patrons away. we got these crazy Rhode Islanders who are stuck in their basement thanks to the <laughs> pandemic who can podcast about whatever your heart desires. So get your friends to go to jointhenerdclan.com and sign up to help decide the next podcast that Mary and I will Woo-hoo. do. Marvin, you ready? Yeah. Let's do it. Well, this right. is the penultimate episode of season four, Mary. We are almost here. We are almost done with the crown. Oh, it's bananas. It's bananas how much podcasting we've done over the past week. Uh-huh. I mean, look at me. If you're on the video <laughs> aspect, I'm haggard, okay? I was practicing my makeup. One side of my face is one type of foundation. The other side of my face is a different type of foundation. And I have no other makeup aside from foundation on my face. That's true. That's true. You know what? It's okay. You still and my be- daughter um, was brushing my hair before this and used copious amounts of detangler spray. So much detangler except spray. Except my hair doesn't tangle. So I literally just have like this really gross slicked back pony that I wish I meant to do on purpose. <laughs> yeah. Betty the Corgi is judging me. You she, know? She's not impressed. You know what? I'm going to put Betty down because I'm not going to lie. There we go. Look. Who's here? Hey, Lumos is here. She has not been here in the podcast studio since Betty arrived. That's true. Since since Betty's been here, it's been Betty's kingdom. Yeah. <laughs> Lumos is still quite out on the Betty fake quirky. All right, Blake, so uh, tell me the details okay. of Avalanche. All right, of course. Well, the details of Avalanche, uh, obviously, it's entitled Avalanche, number one. Uh, it is a reference to the almost dead, well, the actually deadly Avalanche, in which uh, Prince Charles found himself... And, but of course, he did not die in the avalanche. And I think it's also appropriate for uh, the rest of the episode, too. I mean, it's an avalanche of emotion, it's an avalanche of just badness and mm. something that is going to overtake an avalanche of their marriage. Uh, yeah, it's going to overtake the crown from here on out. I mean, this will be the defining aspect of this era of the crown. I mean, f- from here on in, probably much, probably until. William gets married to Kate. Which will not be covered in The Crown, the show on Netflix. No, it will not. It will not. But still, uh, this is going to, this is the, the big deal and mm-hmm. uh, it's important. So I find it appropriate that this is entitled Avalanche. Yes. The director was Jessica Hobbs, who has directed Moon Dust, Cree Decor, the hereditary principle, obviously Avalanche. And she is going to be directing the season four finale called War. So, um, even though we felt like Jessica Hobbs was really in uh, on uh, Margaret, and what are you doing, Marvin? I'm listening. 
Yeah, but you're you're making Betty smell the cat's butt, and I am trying to like run a podcast. And you're just what are we She's doing? She's very interested in the fake corgi. Oh goodness gracious! Okay, if you're listening on the podcast app, ladies and gents, I am sorry. <laughs> All right. So even though we felt that Jessica Hobbs was uh, really good with Margaret, I think she has a deft touch here with uh, with Avalanche as well as it's related to Prince Charles and uh, Princess Diana. Your Corgi's rating, Marvin, as you're playing with Betty the Corgi and teasing our cat Lumos. She was down. She was down for a little bit. My Corgi's rating. <clears throat> My Corgi's rating. Oh, sorry. Hold on. There we go. I would give this episode a 4.9. Really? Yeah. Okay, why do you why are you giving it a four nine? Very emotional. Yes. Very emotional. I like to see the family dynamic. I loved having Charles Diana and the Queen and Prince Philip all together. I loved seeing Anne just give it straight to Charles. I loved seeing Charles think that he can just uh, make his little dream world come true. It was just a lot of things. Yep. Yeah. A lot of things. Plus, I didn't even know that the avalanche thing happened. Yeah, neither did I. I didn't know that Princess Diana danced on stage. Nor did I. I didn't know that she then also sang. Think, oh, did does it think uh, of me? Uh, no, uh, no. All, um, all I ask of you. Oh yes, <laughs> from the Phantom of the Opera. Uh, okay, so for me, I'm giving it a four nine as well, mm-hmm. Mary. I really liked Look this. Look at us being twinsies. Really liked this episode, though I did not like it as much as Fairy Tale. Agreed. But but this was quite good, and the reason why I like it so much because I think it is a very uh, easy, well, not easy. It's a very complex portrayal of both parties, of both Charles and Diana, and especially how it seems they are so both into themselves, they don't see each other for what or who they are or what they actually want, what they really need mm. to make the marriage uh, work. They're ju- they're so into. <laughs> Lumos has killed Betty. That's it. She took her down. <laughs> took this her is, off her. This is off my the, perch. Off the perch. Um, they really, um, they, they seem to be so into into themselves that they uh, are are not paying attention to each other. Uh, and it's done in subtle ways in this episode, but I think that's a, a real defining characteristic of this marriage, mm. which I really appreciate. Agreed. So your GBG, Mary, what is your good, your bad, and... Great. My good was the just like the sly little remark that Queen Elizabeth had when she and Prince Philip were having a meal together, and she was like, "You had your own ballerinas for that," oh. making reference to the fact that he, you know, he Allegedly. cheated on yeah, yeah. on yeah. her and did his own thing, and she's just like, "Whatever, okay, ruthless. don't throw rocks in glass houses, buddy." Yep. Um, my bad, mind you, this wasn't anything bad about the episode. It was a phenomenal episode. But Charles saying, is she even thinks about straying? And he's saying this mm-hmm. to Camilla. And yeah. Yeah. he's like, like he, be, just because he's the heir, just because he's loved Camilla all his life, like he can be cheating all this time, be an yeah. absolutely wretched husband. And yet I want to catch her. And he like, you know, lays out this whole plan to catch her when in actuality, at least in the show, she was not cheating on him all this time. He was unfaithful for her. He was the one that courted her, proposed to her, gave her a very terrible Cliff Notes version of here's the stuff that you're going to have to know when you marry into the royal family. I mean, think about how fun she had, how much fun she had at Balmoral Castle. Mm -hmm. And then the next time she sees everybody, they're all so mean to her. 
This is all thanks to you, Charles. Okay, you're a terrible husband, and that is my bad. My bad is Charles, of course. And then my great <laughs> Princess Anne. She doesn't mess around. Okay, she's just going to lay it on down. Yep. Everybody else is going to tiptoe around Charles. Okay, your marriage is going to work out. Oh, I'm not going to divorce my husband for you. And Anne's just like, you done messed up. Okay. Camilla doesn't love you enough to divorce her husband. She's happy where she is. Mm -hmm. You got Diana. Diana's perfect. She's pretty much awesome because you're an ugly, weird dope, all right? (laughs) Nobody cares about you, but now they care about you all thanks to Diana. Right. Princess Anne. For the win, she, Princess Anne. She gets the W in this one. As sure much as we does. were out on Princess Anne at the beginning of this season, Bloop, did a little flip flop. She gets the W. All right, yes. for me, my good is the fact that the crown uh, again is not painting Diana as a martyr. It's not, and it's not painting Charles as the sole villain either. There, there's a lot of gray between these two. And you can make an argument either way on how you fall or what is right and what is wrong, but it's not 100% right and it's not 100% wrong. And and a, a very uh, neat and impressive way that they that Peter Morgan does this and achieves this is through Diana's plea to the queen saying – Yes, I'm here. I want to be part of this. I want to be married. And every bit of me wants to believe her, especially with the montage of all the good memories that they Mm -hmm. had. But there's a part of me that thinks she went before him and she went before him real quick because she knew. She saw him pulling out the letter. And she's like, Oh my God, no, 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 no. And then she said, yes, I want to be married. Well, it's like, no, this isn't going to be my fault. Like, you're not going to throw me under the bus. You're not going to kick me to the curb after I've already done this many things. And she, I mean, he had that near-death experience with the avalanche. So I do believe that that made her remember the good memories. Absolutely. And and maybe do a lot of self-reflection where I haven't necessarily been the best wife all the time. And I do want to make this work. I wonder what her... Um, her zodiac sign is. Oh, that'd be a good question. Yeah, I'm going to find out because I want to see if this is in character of her. So, you know, is it something that she is really passionate about? And she, a cancer. She's a cancer. Okay. Uh, so is it something that she's really passionate about? And she, Cancers always wear their hearts on their sleeves and are always upfront and honest about their emotions. Hmm, interesting. Well, is there a little subterfuge? Because her emotion is perhaps she just wants to be the future queen. And she's doing it to actually just be the future queen and not the wife of the king. Prince Charles's zodiac sign um, is Scorpio. Okay. Which is the exact opposite. This is the sign known for keeping their emotions to themselves. Mm. Yeah. That would that would that would be it. <laughs> I think that's an appropriate uh, uh, descriptor of both of them. Yes. Uh, in that case, uh, the bad for me. And it's not necessarily a bad, but it could be a bad. And it's a question I have for you, Mary. Okay. Is it getting repetitive? Is what getting repetitive? The Diana Charles stuff. You want to know what I want to say to you? Sure. Your parents never got divorced, so you don't know. This is real life. This is what it's like. You literally sit there as a child and you're like... Oh, they're fighting again. Okay, they made up. They're fighting again. They're fighting again. They're fighting again. It's literally repetitive Yeah. until you can't do it anymore. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's repetitive because you don't 
most couples, especially couples that have kids, they don't just divorce because of one thing. Yep. It has to be this compounding avalanche-like effect that, yeah, they're made up just a little snowflakes, but like it's the compounding nature of it that really crushes and kills. Well, let me ask you this. <laughs> let me ask you this. Would it be better if we got more good times? Nope. No, you don't think so? I don't think there are actually that many good times in this relationship. Uh, fair enough. Fair enough. Portrayed at least on screen, Charles never loved her. He loved Camilla. He did not want to marry Diana. Yep. Imagine having to marry this person that you don't love. No. Imagine ma- have like think about the fights that they had after she already had William, mm-hmm. and then to know that she still had to have sex with him to have Harry to give yeah. him the heir. Oh, oh man, that's brutal. Yeah, gotta think about that. Yeah, uh, my great is a tie. <laughs> The first one, of course. Did is, I answer your question? Yes. You're welcome. The, the first one, of course, is who is Billy Joel? Oh. <laughs> if that's not what is a weekend, Seriously. then I will never know what will be. I mean, that is awesome. Billy well Joel. Yes. Like, that was awesome. Great bit so of uh, levity there. And then, of course, anytime you use the Phantom of the Opera mm. in anything, you're going to get this. The way to Blake's heart. Absolutely. Yes, yes, yes. Give me all the Phantom of the Opera that you possibly can, though not Love Never Dies. Don't want any of that. Concur. Don't want to, Don't want to, any part of that. I, want, I have zero shares of uh, Love Never Dies. Give me all the Phantom of the Opera. So that is the that. OG. Uh, that is that, Marvin. What do you think? Um, where do you want to begin with this episode? What you, do you tell me, man. I'll follow along. You know... We, we talked a lot, I think, here about Charles and Diana and um, their situation, but I want to get into the Tobias Menzies of this of episode. Of course you do. <laughs> of course you do. Well, do I play it? I mean... Do I play it? Yes. Okay. Obvi. And I... What's Tobias up to now? Oh, I don't know. But he's just great. He's probably doing some cool COVID craft, like learning how to cross stitch or making (laughs) sourdough bread. Absolutely sourdough bread. You know, maybe he was a little too sour at the beginning, then he goes a little less, you know? That's what I'm thinking. Maybe too much flour. The way he wants it. No, no, no. Not enough yeast. You know. (gasps) And he does some like scuff. That you've seen him do in all of his roles. <laughs> and he rubs his head just like this. And then he touches his lip the way he does. Yeah. <laughs> but there's flour left on his face. This... Maybe he runs his hand through his hair. Oh, yeah. This is More rid- flour. This is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> baking soda. Thought it said baking powder. Run his hair and through his hair. Oh, oh man. Okay, I love so, him so much. He's Tobias just, Menzies. He's Go the, for it, Blake. Just, just take the stage, man. <laughs> take the stage. I'm going to lean back on my yoga ball. There are Because there are my chair broke. Well, you're almost out of frame, Marvin. Listen, so. I podcasted so much, my chair broke. And Blake didn't <laughs> believe true. me. I was complaining. No, no, it's not that I didn't believe okay, you. You didn't understand the severity. So no, I, I didn't. Don't, <laughs> I don't really complain too much unless it is a big deal. But the problem is, is that a lot of things are a big deal, guys. So I was telling Blake, my back really hurts. Something's wrong with me. My chair isn't right. And he was like, yeah, okay. And I kept telling him, like, no, seriously, something's wrong. 
Finally, he saw my chair last episode. Yes. It's literally like a chair from Whoville from <laughs> it's, Dr. It's, Seuss. If this is a level chair, it was like this. Yeah, it was a downward slope. <laughs> it was. <laughs> and we have not gotten a new chair yet. We have not yet. So I gave her the yoga ball, which you used to podcast on, by the way. Yeah, because I used to be pregnant. That's true. That's a valid point. <laughs> anyway, I love Tobias Menzies. And I Menzies. also wasn't videotaped when we used to podcast. That's, I can't like bounce that's on true. video all the time. I, I love, can I? I love Tobias Menzies on this on this uh, no. e- episode because of two very subtle things that he does. Okay, which is his like retraction almost the like the the searing pain of hearing Elizabeth say to him, "Oh yeah, you had your ballerinas for that." Yeah, and yeah. it wasn't like this big you know histrionic move or anything it was mm. just like it was just how he oh, yeah, recoils a little bit like mm-hmm. oh yep you you went there i gotta take it okay sure fine yeah really liked that and then too. also too right as diana and charles were sitting down to have their conversation with betty and philip mm-hmm. betty and phil uh he looks at diana and he just smiles and winks at her mm-hmm that was just a nice little touch. It goes to show you, and we talked about these threads that have happened throughout this entire season. This goes all the way back to the Balmoral test. Yes. With his, it, how impressed by her yes. he was. And he had this affection for mm-hmm. her based off of how she impressed him. And it goes to show you that this has remained throughout this whole yeah. time. That that even though all the stuff with Philip has, I'm sorry, with Charles has I happened. I mean, they don't really like dig Charles. It's not like Prince Philip really is enamored by his son. That's true. I think one can argue that he may like Diana more than his it son. Probably does. Yeah, it probably does. So I I liked that Tobias could get that in there, and mm-hmm. obviously I think it was done on purpose. If it was one of those happy accidents, yes. that he that just Tobias did. Does. Uh, that he is known for doing, that is also really, really, really cool. So what did you think about that conversation, Mary? Uh, And The meet the parents, not the meet the parents, but the parents conversation? Yeah. And I guess my larger question to you, is it sadder that Diana thinks her marriage can be salvaged? No, I don't think that's sad. or, Or is it sadder that... Charles isn't given an opportunity to talk. Which one is worse? Sorry. Rephrase it again. <laughs> okay, I'm listening. Mary. How to tell oh when God. the hosts I am listening. aren't listening. Maybe if you weren't drawling on trying to ask a question... <laughs> Which had two things that were important. Is it sadder that Diana thinks her marriage can be salvaged, or is it sadder that Charles wasn't allowed to speak from Neither his are sad. Oh, I think both are very sad. Whatever, Charles. You stink. You had your moment. You stink, you stink, you stink. X, too bad. A, you schnooze, you luge. B, it wouldn't have even mattered if you read your flippin' little love net letter, okay? I love Camilla. I'm sorry I married Diana. Yeah, no crap. We all know this. What would have Charles said that would have shown any light on what those three people didn't already know about him? Nothing. Mm -hmm. You want to know what? Just like, that's it, just like (laughs) Betty told him before, nobody cares about what you have to say. 
Oh, good point. Okay, nobody point. cares. That, that is another thread. That and even though I did here. care in season three, I don't care in season four. Mary's not on the train anymore. No, choop, nope, nope, nope. <laughs> not even the caboose. It's the anti-choo-choo. That's it. <laughs> Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.